Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, yeah, the heat is definitely on today. <clears throat> Take those precautions. Uh, fishing early, so you probably ought to be fishing right now. Uh, make sure you bring ice, the hats, the sunglasses, sunscreen. Uh, new product out there. Some of the listeners have been texting in about how good cool blue products are. Uh, it comes in a, a container with uh, several, probably 100 wipes, and you wipe it on. It's got Florida water already made into it, and it cools you off. Or you can get the Misty Spray. Uh, comes handy. You can throw it in your tackle box when you head out there. Uh, also, uh, don't forget that uh, water is probably the best thing. Uh, some of the sports drinks are good. Uh, alcohol, oh, not so good when you're out there in the middle of that sun and the heat. Uh, save that for when you get into the shady spot at the end of the day, maybe while you're cleaning your fish. And hopefully you'll have some fish to clean. Uh, we've got some suggestions for you. If you want to go fish and, and try to stay cool in the surf, uh, Elmer's Island is open. However, as we mentioned last week, there's some changes there. Uh, beginning July 1st, they're going to have the check-in, check-out booth set up, so you'll have to do that procedure. You can also do it on your phone. There's an app to do it, but that will be required. If you've been to WMAs, you're probably familiar with how that works. You also need a permit, a WMA permit, which is $20 for residents. Uh, this was all part of the, the license change fees that, that came in and went into effect. So if you're going down to Elmer's Island, you might want to tune in this week's Bayou Wild TV show. Uh, we did some surf fishing on Elmer's Island, gave you some tips, showed you how to do it. Uh, we also have rookie fishermen with the guy you're going to be hearing from in just about three minutes, Captain Mike Gallo. And uh, Martha Spencer, our co-host, she does an air fryer bang bang shrimp recipe uh, the name of this feat, this episode is No Boat, No Problems, and it's been running on BayouWildTV.com. And if you want to find a station near you, the where it comes on, it's on your view. It's on uh, WUPL. We have it on in Baton Rouge and Lafayette and all over the place. Uh, just check it out at BayouWildTV.com, and you can actually watch it there online. And next week's show will be Salty Chicks and Grumpy Old Men. I'll let you figure that one out. All right, here's some text coming in. Uh, from Rob, he bagged an eight-pointer in full velvet in Mississippi four years ago, the last one he had 
mounted. Yeah, that's a true trophy, a nice 8.4 velvet. And uh, we've got an announcement made that there'll be a special early archery season in Mississippi. Uh, maybe some of the other states will adopt that September 16th, 17th, 18th. Uh, you'll be legal to kill bucks only, and uh, that very likely that they will still be in velvet because uh, when the regular bow season and, of course, the gun season gets there, the uh, the velvet has been shed. Uh, we have uh, someone going to do a little crabbing in Pecan Island in Vermilionville. Good luck to you. I hope the crabs are running down there. And we had a question earlier about restaurants serving catfish, and this one is a question. But is that restaurant really serving catfish and not swai? Uh, swai is an imported fish, I believe, from Vietnam. Uh, it, here's my experience. It's a very good, excellent-tasting fish when it's fried. Uh, I stay away from imported fish because you don't know where they came from. You don't know what's in them. And believe it or not, only 1% of all the fish that comes in from out of the country is actually inspected. Um, I can tell swai from catfish just by the texture of it uh, and the taste, but a lot of people probably wouldn't. And if a restaurant is putting catfish on their menu and serving swai, that is uh, not only unethical, it's an illegal practice. All right, uh, let's see, any more news on the duck crisis? Well, we'll be getting to that. Of course, we're still in a duck crisis, and uh, we'll be talking about that as we get a little bit closer to the season. Here's one says, let everyone know going on Elmer's Island, there is ruts in the sand. I got stuck driving into the beach. Well, you can only go so far, and then there's a parking area that you have to park, but I, I guess you mean on the way to the parking area. So, yeah, be careful. And, uh, you know, if you carry a bucket with you, if you get stuck in that sand and you pour some water into it, uh, that kind of firms it up, and a lot of times that will help you get out. And let's see. We're hearing from uh, Jason the Barbers tuned in this morning, and good to have him here. All right, when we come back after this, Mike Gallo joins us. We'll find out what his technique and his practices for him and also his customers staying cool while they're out there fishing during these hot summer sweltering days. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And the Bone on the Bayou Report with one Captain Mike Gallo is presented by CETO. You know CETO. They're only $199 for a whole year membership. Get your fuel drops unlimited many times as you need them. 24-7 tow-ins, jumpstart your electrical problems. Whatever it takes to get you back safely and you don't pay anything extra. CETO is like having a AAA policy on the water. It's peace of mind. You, your loved ones will have peace of mind knowing you're out there and just one call away to Captain Chris will get you towed in or get you signed up. I suggest strongly you do it at 504-301-4545. Even easier, just one simple click to CETO.com. Captain Mike Gallo joins us now. He's been fishing in this extensive heat. Mike, what is your best advice to stay cool when that mid-morning starts coming around and sun gets up and no clouds in the sky and a very little breeze and no rain? <laughs> it's like you're in the Sahara Desert on water. What's your, what's your technique for keeping you and your customers cool? Well, obviously, Don, you want to drink plenty of water while you're out on the boat and have a hat on to put some shade over you. And we put towels in the ice chest and let them cool down. And if somebody gets too hot, we wring the towel out and put it around its neck, and that'll help cool people off. And if you have to ride, if you have to start the motor and just make a little run to create some coolness, that'll go a long way in keeping people cool. Good advice. Mike, where you been fishing and what you been catching? Well, Don, with the heat, our water temperatures are, are pretty high. So we've been concentrating in some of the deeper passes and out in the lakes. Now this morning it's it's fairly breezy out here. We're gonna we're gonna fish some of the deeper passes and then hopefully hopefully we catch fish and we don't have to move. But if we do, we'll cut across Lake Bourne and go into the Biloxi Marsh and fish the backside of the marsh. We're trying to find trout. Uh, that was pretty much what we did yesterday, and uh, we ended up with a really big box of white trout there was some speckled trout mixed in it but it was certainly more white trout than speckled trout were you fishing plastic or were you fishing uh artificials we did both we all started with um live shrimp on the bottom and it didn't take very long to, to feel like we had them really going pretty good so we switched one guy over to plastic and that was the technique and then we switched everybody over to plastic and that worked for maybe another 30, 45 minutes, and that school drifted away, and we had quite a few. Um, the the surface temperature on the lake is 92 degrees right now. So, of course, the depth, the deeper you go, the lower the temperature gets, and uh, certainly that's where you're talking about concentrating. But in that Biloxi Marsh, you're not going to find much deep water over there, but I guess uh, – what do you look for if you're in a marsh situation where there's not likely to be any deep passes or, or I guess just whatever small turns and bayous that you can find and maybe just get a little bit of depth in them? Yeah, what you'll want to look for if you're fishing in the marsh, you want to fish points where you can see the current rolling around the point and that water is turning over and getting oxygenated and stay. it's kind of rolling 
the cooler water from the bottom to the top. So the point will kind of help disrupt the flow of the water because uh, if it gets too hot, it'll just be devoid of oxygen, and those fish will certainly move out of that area if it doesn't have enough oxygen. So that's why the deep water and the deeper passes. If you're going to fish a pond, I would certainly fish a pond that's very close to one of the main bayous where that water is deeper. And you figure when that water came in with the incoming tide, which we mostly have throughout the morning, it'll bring in some cooler water that's oxygenated, and you should be able to catch some fish in the tide in the uh, in those ponds. But if you wait till midday and go in those ponds, the heat's going to really zap the oxygen levels in those ponds. It'll be tough to catch fish in the shallow water. Absolutely. Mike, uh, you've been keeping an eye out for the triple tail? We made a run yesterday on the way back. Um, we were out of shrimp and had plenty of fish by like 1030. So on my way back, I swung through Half Moon and we probably went by 300 traps and didn't see a single triple tail. Um, hopefully the wind dies down today, mid-morning, and hopefully we have the same catch and we'll follow the same routine. What is your routine when you do, when you're running by a crab float and you see one floating there, it kind of looks like a, a, a trash bag or something hanging up underneath there just a foot or so. What's the technique to catch him? Well, they always face into the current. So if I can, I want to try to pass behind them so I'm not in his field of vision. And then if I do see him, simply turn around, shut the big motor off, put the trolling motor down, and ease up behind him. And you want to cast ahead of them. They'll bite shrimp under a cork. They'll bite plastics. They, they're pretty easy to catch once you find them. But you'll cast up current and just let that bait come to him with the current. And generally... He'll jump out there and grab it. As soon as he gets it and you get him hooked up, you want to get on the trolling motor and steer away from that crab trap so he doesn't get you tangled in the rope. Yeah, how many triple tail you think have been lost in that rope, huh? <laughs> yeah, they get hung up in there on occasion. Uh, sometimes you can work them loose, and other times they get away. Yeah, well, that's fishing. Mike, thanks for the report. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, they got you at uh, my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. Give them your website and telephone number if they want to get a summertime trip in. Very simple, Don. You can find me at AAofLA.com, and the phone number is 985-781-7811. Just for info, how far are you backed up on weekend trips? Oh, shucks. I'm probably into December. I might have some in September. Mid-September, we- I think there's a couple. And what about weekdays? Weekdays are much more open through September. Um, October and November is pretty full. I'm working on December now. Wow. Looking forward to Christmas. Ca- no- <laughs> yeah, got that's right. you got ca- other boats. So we can accommodate. Exactly. No fish, no pay. That's what his slogan is. Mike Gallo, born on the bayou. Thanks for the report, Mike. Hope you all put a bunch in the boat and get it done early so you can get out of that heat. Thank you, Don. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. Mike Gallo, born on the bayou report by Cito. Coming up next, it's for you paddlers. We had some, who was it, Cameron, going down to fish with a kayak in Grand Isle. We got Brendan Bayard joining us. He's fishing Alabama, but he's got the lowdown on activity for kayakers in Grand Isle. His report is up next, where you're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And our Paddlers Report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club is a presentation of Massey's Outfitters locations in Mid-City, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and Covington, offering the best kayak fishing models from brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, Native Watercraft. You can check them all out on their website. And also be on the lookout for those demo days where you can try and ride before you buy. That's with MasseyOutfitters.com, and you can also find them on Facebook. We're having a little difficulty connecting with Brendan Bayard. I know he's in Alabama fishing the Bud Light Rodeo, which is actually held out of Pensacola. Uh, He's going to be weighing in over there. He's looking for big trout, and uh, possibly he's got a phone problem in connecting with us. Uh, We wanted to get some information from him for Cameron headed down to Grand Isle. Cameron, what I can tell you, if you're new to Grand Isle, the the Highway 1 going down there, there's some put-in places off the road there that are, are very good. Uh, there's also, uh, if you go all the way to the end of the island on the east, uh, right there by the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Fisheries Building, there's a little kayak launch there in a parking area. It's well protected, and uh, believe me, you can catch some night fish as soon as you put in right there, particularly redfish and flounder, and on occasion there'll be some speckled trout moving in there. So good luck to you, and if we get Brendan on in time, we'll, we'll get him to give you a report. All right, I'm getting some more text in and some questions about that uh, WMA permit fee that applies to Elmer's Island. Very, very popular place. This one says, Don, do you have to pay the $20 fee to fish Elmer's Island if I have a lifetime license? That's from TRD in Kentwood. Uh, no, TRD, if you've got the lifetime license, you are covered for all WMA access permits uh, and also for the, uh, the, the, the hunting and fishing uh, that would normally have to be paid to, to go there, too. But you do need to do the check-in, check-out. Uh, here's another one. Uh, that $20 permit for Elmer's, is that a yearly permit or daily? There is a daily permit, which is $5, but $20 will get you into any of the WMAs, and not just WMAs, but they call them Wildlife and Fisheries Administered Lands, which could be refuges, conservation areas, uh, and that $20 annual fee will get you into access to all of them. Or if you're just coming in and you want to go for a few days or one day, it's a $5 permit. 
is also a WMA camping permit. Uh, that's for the camping party up to five people who are camping together. Uh, if you're 17 and under, you do not have to have a camping permit. That's $7 per day. That is in addition to your annual or daily permit fee if you're going to be on one of the WMAs that allows camping. Uh, here's a question, uh, Don, if I launch my boat out of, say, Alabama and fish federal waters off the coast of Florida in the elbow, then return to Alabama, do you need a license for each state, or is it considered port of call? It's considered port of call. As long as you uh, leave and return to the same port, you need a license for that state only. All right, uh, let's see. What else did I want to tell you about? Oh, um, let's see. Oh, well, we covered the Elmer Island check-in. That kind of came as a surprise. Also, uh, if you haven't heard, Mississippi, and I think this is big news, a special early archery season. Uh, that will be September 16th, 17th, and 18th. This is an effort to try to make bucks in velvet more accessible to deer hunters because generally by the time that October season comes, some of the bucks still have velvet, but a lot of them have already rubbed it off, and uh, there's no chance to get them. So you might want to take part in that. All right, um, sorry we didn't get a hold of Brendan Bayard. Wanted to find out about how, how he's doing over there in Alabama. Uh, been some good fishing there, getting several reports, some of those uh, artificial reefs over that way. They're enjoying a pretty good snapper season, just like we are here in Louisiana. Uh, just got to deal with that heat. All right, we come back after this break. You know what time it is. Yeah, we got some bad boys. And a lot of people say, you know, that's not such a big bad deal. Why do you why do you put these people on? Well, I'll explain that to you when we come back. But first, this time out to let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, those of you who uh, watch Bayou Wild TV, uh, you, you've probably seen some of the features we've done with one of our partners, Hunt of a Lifetime, which is an organization that grants uh, hunt or fishing trips of a lifetime to uh, terminally ill young people. And we had another one this week. Uh, Martha Spencer went down to uh, Venice and filmed uh, a, a trip with a young man named Jordan Monahan from Indiana, uh, he had a, his mom, Tracy, came, and uh, Captain Casey of Honky Voodoo uh, donated his time in his boat for three days to take this young man out. And he caught Jack Crevel, he caught Mai Mai, he caught Red Snapper, and topped it all off with a swordfish. So congratulations to Jordan. And I got to tell you, if you've seen these trips, we've taken people on hunts and fishing trips and they did turn out to truly be hunt of a lifetime. And I, I don't think that's coincidence. When these trips get organized, we don't know what's going to happen conditions-wise. And every one of them has been just so successful. And we're thankful for that. So be tuned in. Make sure you catch that trip. It'll, it'll be coming up on, on our next season, a hunt of a lifetime adventure with a young man named Jordan. A special thanks to Captain Casey with Honky Voodoo, who donated his time and his boat and expertise to make that trip of a lifetime for that young man all right we come back right after this time out to pause let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are it's bad boys of the outdoors time next on the outdoors with don dubuque radio network responding to complaints of illegal oyster harvesting in lower lafouche parish uh, department of wildlife and fisheries agent sergeant michael garrity made contact with three subjects in their boat and found them in possession of three sacks of oysters in a closed, polluted area, cited for taking oysters from an unapproved, polluted area, and if convicted, 
facing up to a $950 fine, 120 days in jail, plus 40 hours of trash truck work or other community service, loss of oyster licenses, and prohibition of even being on an oyster boat unless it's equipped with a monitoring system, are 21-year-old Marco Dominguez Aguilar, 28-year-old Daniel Sanchez Machucho, both of Homa, and 23-year-old Luis Miguel Aguilar Macedo of Bayou Blue, Louisiana, are bad boys of the outdoors. You know, uh, some people would say, you know, three sacks of oysters, what's the big deal? You know, normally I reserve bad boy status for the most egregious and intentional fish and wildlife crimes. But I, I tell you, you got to take oyster violations very serious. Here's why. Once you put polluted oysters into commerce, uh, there's the threat to health. It could cause illness and, in some cases, fatalities. Not to mention the bad reputation it gives the Louisiana seafood industry. And that's nationwide. And economic losses occur to the fishermen and to the restaurant industries. I think we need even stricter penalties and punishments. Uh, you know, when somebody violates a hunting and fishing law, yeah, they're, they're stealing it from the public. But in this case, they're threatening the health and maybe the life and, of course, economic industry, too, when it's done. And I, I think these fines and penalties need to be stepped up for oyster violations, and that's why I think it's a big deal. All right, let me take a look at the text message board. Let's see. We've got, uh, good morning, Don. How are you? buddy of mine hunts a lease in Mississippi. They just recently received an email stating that they can no longer feed the deer for the time being new to the chronic waste disease, but are still be able to will still be able to hunt. How does feeding the deer affect this disease? Well, chronic wasting disease can be transmitted in a number of ways. It's a very, very hardy, uh, if you want to call it a virus, it's actually a prion, and it can be spread through feces, saliva, contact, even into the grass, into the feed. And what feeding does is it, it attracts deer in numbers. It, it accumulates them. And the more close proximity time they spend, the more likely they would spread the disease. So that's the reason why they're not allowing the feeding in that area. Of course, it's temporary, and if there's no reports, if they get it under control, uh, they'll they'll return that to normal. But that, that's just going to be the way it is. And certainly, uh, you know, feeding deer is certainly a, a way to attract them and increase your odds. So uh, it's going to be a little tougher to hunt them. But, hey, just go back to the basics, you know, hunt trails. And, uh, of course, you can always do food plots. Food plots are a great alternative to to putting feed down. All right, here's one says, went to renew my fish and hunting licenses with told, wait till July 1st since I had renewed last year electronic. What gives? That's from Doug. Um, I'm not sure, but if you wait till July 1st, or now licenses are good for a year from the date you buy it. So whenever you buy it, it's going to be good for 365 days. It used to be if you bought a license in June, and they ex- all licenses expired on June 30th. So July 1st, you had to buy a new license again. Uh, no longer. With the new license fee changes, that was part of the deal. Uh, it will be 365 days. So I would, I'm not sure why you were told to wait till July 1st uh, since you had renewed last year electronic. Uh, something's not making sense there. But if you go ahead and get it, it's good for 365 days. But I'm thinking they may be thinking that it's still the licenses expire on June 30th, which would make sense if you had a license that you had bought 
uh, during the year and it was getting ready to expire June 30th, you would certainly want to wait until July 1st to buy the the whole next year's license. So you would have had to buy another one. All right, so that takes care of that. If you got a text, question, comment, uh, we love to hear from you. Your reports, uh, Velvet Deer, you ever see them, have a bag one, and how do you stay cool? Very important this time of the year. When we come back after this, we'll ask some of those questions of our plastic man. They call him that because he despises putting stinky shrimp on his hands and putting them on his hook. We're talking about Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. You'll hear from him coming up right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. He's so famous they wrote a song about him called Plastic Man. I'm talking about Captain Ryan Lambert of Cajun Fishing Adventures. He joins us now. Good morning, Ryan. And we've been asking all of our captains and field reporters, uh, how do you stay cool during these extremely hot times? You know, everybody's mentioned about the ice and uh, the sunscreen and the glasses and the hat. Nobody's mentioned where, the, the clothing, you know, your shirt and, 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 your, and your shorts. Uh, how do you keep cool with your customers out these time of, this time of year? I, I, I don't wear shorts, and I don't wear short sleeve shirts. I wear a white shirt because it, it doesn't soak in the heat, and I wear long pants because cause I've been doing this 44 years, and I got skin cancer like everybody else. <laughs> but, you know, if you wear a light-colored clothing, you're going to be a lot better off. And, you know, if you take products like Cool Blue or, or, or Florida Water or something like that, keep it in an ice chest and keep a rag there or wipe it on your – put a cold rag on your neck if you get hot. But the biggest thing for a guy is to watch the clients. I mean, if you see a client kind of get down and get in the shade or get in a fetal position somewhere, you need to ice him down and get your butt in, you know. Uh, we had a guy that at 10.30 the other morning we had to bring him in because uh, he was getting hot because you don't want anybody with a heat stroke because then they affected the rest of their life with that. So, you know, it's a, it's more responsibility and just part of the game. You just have to watch people. you got to always have your eye on your clients. Yeah, uh, Martha was telling me she had one she had to kind of revive and bring back on the offshore boat a couple of weeks ago. And it, it happens, you know, people from yeah. up north and areas that aren't used to the extreme heat and the humidity. Yeah, uh, like Luling. <laughs> yeah, like Luling, exactly. Uh, like north? <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it, it's been hot. But, you know, I, I don't – if you don't think about it and you just kind of keep, yeah, keep your wits about you, and, you know, if you got to get in the shade, go get in the shade, you know. Like yesterday, I worked around, a lot around the lodge. I'd work an hour or so, and I'd get in the shade for a minute and, you know, just take care of it. But fishing's been great. I'm, I'm down in Venice today. I'm actually running a trip for, for Voodoo because they needed a guide, and, and I'm it. I'm your huckleberry. I ain't passing it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your plan? What you going to fish down there? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go sight fish redfish. I'm going to get off a... Uh, down river a little bit, and then the high tide's at 932, so when it starts falling, the season ought to be real good with all those drains running out. It ought to be, you know, we ought to be able to see every redfish in the, in the bayou. Well, since so you're in Venice, uh, you got any plans to go near Southwest Pass? I mean, God, you know those rocks, those, if they want bull reds. No. They, they, no they, 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 that's some bull reds right off of one of the passes. They're just blowing up in the pogies already. The river's falling. By this time, it'll be four, eight here in about three weeks so it's really falling and getting right so everything's gonna be good you know right now it's it's down six eight so you know my, my little spots down here will be good the water will be clear and all that aquatic vegetation will be filtering that water out so it ought to be a really good day absolutely well the river is really too, gonna know? start falling they're talking about five feet by the middle of next month how's that yeah, gonna change eight. things 
Well, you know, once it hits under seven, which is right now, everything starts moving towards the river. You know, all the pogies will start coming off the passes, which they've already started, you know. And, uh, you know, the water start clearing up even more, and the trout will start coming this way. You know, the boys, I've, I've seen three over eight so far this year down here. That's that's big trout. That's the biggest trout we've seen in quite some time. So anytime you get that kind of fish, but, you know, it's not consistent. You know, you're not going to catch a lot of those if you want to fish those big ones. You just kind of ease around and catch them. But, you know, that's – those are ego trout. Not, I don't, you know, I lost that a long time ago. So I just wanted to catch <laughs> a bunch of nice fish, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. To kill, to kill something over four pounds nowadays would be a sin. But so you know, people do it. They want to show it off. But you know, you can't blame them if you don't you never caught a bunch of them. So. Well, everybody's got cell phone cameras. You can take pictures, and if you want to get a mount, it's all done fiberglass reproductions. Uh, really, not much oh, reason yeah. to kill those big sow spawning trout. Really. Well, this is the first time since the oil spill we've seen big fish like this in in a wider, more dispersed area from Grand Isle to Venice and and parts west. So um, they're coming back, and with those big fish spawning, you know, there's a lot more eggs in them. So the you know the species will come back pretty hard shortly. Next year ought to be great. I've been hearing some good news on flounders in some areas too. They start to see more flounders coming back. I only saw one at the table yesterday. They're still you know to the west. And in Texas, there's plenty, so I don't know why they shouldn't be here. So they just, you know, again, the oil spill set us back a good bit, but we're coming back. You know, Mother Nature is so resilient, she's going to do what she does, and it's going to be all good. So, yes, indeed. But the river coming down, it's, it's game on. And uh, I visited the the project I did with, with DU the other day and model ducks, about hundreds in there. So that's good. And all of them on the nest laying eggs, so. North Dakota had good numbers. It ought, it ought to be a great – the rest of the year ought to be fabulous with the river going down and, and the duck numbers up. I'm, that's my kind of stuff. When's your next Mexico trip? Uh, I'm going down to the lodge on August 21st. We're going to shoot uh, white wings. So right. I'll, I'll go down there and kill my 500 and have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I, oh. shoot, I shoot 100 and put my gun down. I'm not going to shoot a 1,000 birds just to say I can, you know. Yeah, well, good luck to you. Well, go get them redfish, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Uh, give your telephone number. I know you answer it all the time if people want to give you a call. Yeah, they can get me at 504-559-5111, and we still got some room this summer. So the bull reds are coming. If you want bull reds, give us a holler. There they are. All right, go get them. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. All right, Captain Ryan Lambert, they call him the Plastic Man. I think we call him that. All right, we come back after this. I have been told we have located one Brendan Bayard. He's away, but he's got a good connection. We'll get his kayak and paddler report coming up right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, we have Brendan Bayard standing by. Before we get to Brendan, I wanted to cover a couple of these text messages. This one says, Don, back to the catfish question. Should restaurants note on the menu that the catfish is Louisiana or foreign fish? Uh, By law, they have to identify the species accurately. I don't know if they have to say it's Louisiana catfish, but if it's catfish, it should say catfish. If it is a foreign fish, such as a swai or some other fish, they should state that or they could be doing something illegal. I remember when the sheephead was being served as a base snapper, uh, food and drug stepped in and said, no, that's, uh, that's, that's actually misleading. You can't use that. So we changed the name to Rondo Seabrim, which 
is not very appetizing either. And I don't hear many people call it that, but that is a name that's acceptable to put it on a restaurant menu. Uh, here's one says that license renewal will be a joke. Every license purchased prior to this change will expire June 30th at midnight. You currently can't renew till July 1. Uh, that means every license holder is going to start renewing sometime after midnight. The system will not be able to handle the onslaught, and there will be problems. Not a well-thought-out process. Well, the information I had was that you could start buying on June 1st the new license fees. In fact, they said it would be subject to the new fee structure. Now, the texter is saying you can't buy them till July 1st, so I'm not sure if something went wrong, but supposedly you can buy, I'm sure you can buy a license right now in some form, and maybe that applies to renewals only. I'm not sure, but... Uh, certainly, they have a way to sell you a license, and it's subject to the new fee structure. Uh, but if you got one that was purchased before that during the year, it does not expire till the 30th of this month. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to look into that and check with them and see what the situation is. But we got Brendan Bayard standing by. He's fishing uh, over in Alabama. He's participating in the Bud Light Rodeo out of Pensacola, hunting big trout. Have any success over there, Brendan? Yeah, we got a couple of trout on the boat. I apologize earlier, Don. We, uh, when one of, we're, we're double, we were planning a double dip, two tournaments today, a, uh, the National Saltwater Kayak Series and the Bud Light Rodeo. But, uh, since the other, the first one was canceled, we decided to do some riskier plays and come down some of these roads we haven't been down since before the hurricane. And I was out digging some, uh, tires out in the middle of some kind of old sand roads. And I think my phone went straight to Bluetooth, which was inside my truck while I was outside digging some stuff out. So it was a little bit, uh, confusing. I didn't hear the phone ring, but, uh, it's kind of the adventure that we look for when we're, uh, exploring <laughs> new places. And, uh, we got it launched and we're all good now, but, uh, Sorry about that earlier. It's uh, just one of the hazards when you go into places and explore new roads that go down some of these old pine uh, beach roads out here. Yeah. Well, how'd the fishing turn out? It's great. We have a nice flood tide right here. We got uh, some some light uh, west winds and some cloud cover. I think uh, before uh, it, the, the front comes through, uh, it looks like tonight we should have a pretty good day. Uh, we're just going to grind it out, throw some big baits, and hope for some uh, some big trout. We're looking to, uh, you know, target some some big speckled trout, some big white trout, and uh, a croaker. Uh, they have some bull croaker in the area that we uh, fish, so we'd like to uh, get some of those for this. This Bud Light Rodeo has uh, some croaker divisions. We regularly catch them in the 16 to 18-inch size over here, so... Uh, Always uh, good eating fish when they're that big and uh, doesn't hurt to win a prize with them. Are you, are you fishing over some of those reefs? Uh, we fish these uh, tidal creeks that uh, on this flood tide, they kind of come way up into these old pine trees out here. Uh, you know, a lot of gators back here, kind of uh, tannic water, um, big trout back here, but uh, it's, it's one of those things you never know what you're going to catch back here. Uh, really big doormat flounder have been caught back here, like, you know, 25-inch, you know, six-pound flounder. Uh, we've caught all kinds of stuff back here. I'm excited to get back. It's It's been a while. How far, how far north are you? Are you north of I-10? Oh, no, no, no. No, I am, uh, I'm in the Bon Secours area. Okay. Which is uh, kind of between the beach and Mobile Bay. All right. 
So there's a uh, if you look on the map and you get it, I like to explore Google Maps. You can see some of these crazy uh, pine. Uh, I, I call them pine beach roads and stuff, and they they kind of go and wind through some of these. You know, they're old four wheeler roads or whatever. But if, you know, a guy with mm-hmm. a four wheel drive truck and a kayak on his back likes to uh, explore, and uh, we found some good uh, launches out here. Uh, you on the east or west side of the bay? We are we are actually in technically Mobile Bay right gotcha. now. Brendan, we got to go. Thanks for the report. Good luck to you. And we'll see you all next week on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.